Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Reading from the New International Version of the Bible, Matthew chapter 3. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locust and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering up his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now, because it is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. Then a voice spoke from heaven and said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased." Now, we have John appearing in this chapter as John the Baptist, and we'll learn later in another gospel, the Gospel of Luke, that John was actually the first cousin of Jesus. So they're grown men now, but they had known each other previously. And I want to just drill down a little bit on the name Baptist. He was called John the Baptist in English, or perhaps John the Immerser. And the reason was he was putting people through ritual immersion symbolic of holiness or entering into holiness after the repentance of their sins. So John was descended from two Levitical people. His mother and his father were both Levites. Uh, The Levites were the right order, the right lineage for priests to come from. But John wasn't ministering in the tabernacle in Jerusalem. He was out ministering in the wilderness. He was by birthright a priest. His father, Zechariah, had been one of the priests that offered incense regularly um, in the temple. So John's rightful place as a Levite and as a priest was in the temple. 
But in those days, the temple system had become corrupted. It was full of political appointees, and John was anything but politically correct. So he was out in the woods. But this idea of John the Baptizer or John the Immerser, or baptism immersion, these were traditional Jewish rituals. In the Temple Mount at the time of Christ, there were mikvah baths where this immersion was done uh, in symbolism or symbolically for repentance of sin and holiness, entering into holiness. And so the idea of Jewish uh, ritual immersion was something that predated John's baptism. He just took this to a new level in the wilderness and had people baptized and rededicated to the Lord in holiness in anticipation of the coming of the Lord. And so he was fulfilling the scriptures that said that uh, one would come to prepare the way of the Lord. And the scriptures tell us this is John, that he came in the spirit of Elijah to prepare the way of the Lord. In this case, the way of the Lord Jesus. And so John was in the wilderness, baptizing, immersing people and having them turn back to God. And uh, verse two says he was saying this in different ways. Repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. And so Matthew is the gospel of the kingdom. Jesus is the king of the kingdom. And so Matthew builds on the Jewish scriptures, and we learn in Daniel chapter 9 that there's one that was brought to the Ancient of Days like a son of man, and he was given a kingdom that shall never perish. So John is referring to this kingdom and this son of man who was brought before the Ancient of Days in Daniel chapter 7, and he was given a kingdom, rulership over a kingdom that would never perish. This is the kingdom of heaven. This is the kingdom of God or the kingdom. All these are similes of of the kingdom of Jesus Christ and the kingdom that we're being born again into and becoming part of. And so John was the forerunner of the kingdom age, and he was calling people to repentance in anticipation of the coming of the king. So John saw the Pharisees and the Sadducees that were coming out to check out this ritual immersion baptism, and he called them a brood of vipers. And he said, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Instead, produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And so Pharisees and Sadducees were Jewish leaders. They were certainly not exempted from the kingdom. They were certainly not exempted from the baptism of John, but John called them a brood of vipers because once again, in that generation, the Pharisees and the Sadducees had to some degree lost their way and they did not recognize John as a prophet. They did not recognize Jesus as the Messiah. At least most of them didn't. Some did. But the Pharisees were the ancestors of the religious Jewish people that live today, 2,000 years later. The Sadducees were another group that did not believe in uh, the supernatural realm. They didn't believe in the angelic. They did not believe in uh, resurrection from the dead. They didn't believe in a heaven and so forth. And so the Sadducees perished shortly after the first century. But a lot of the theology of the Pharisees comes down through Judaism to our day. But these Pharisees and Sadducees were in charge of the temple system in John's day. So John should have been in the temple acting as a priest. But instead, he was out by the Jordan River calling people, the people of Israel, to repentance. And the religious leaders of his day, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, came out to see what John was up to in the wilderness. And so while John was baptizing people, immersing them in the wilderness, Jesus came from Galilee to be baptized by John. And as soon as Jesus was baptized, in verse 16 it says, as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment heaven was opened. 
And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love, and with him I am well pleased. So this is the setting for Jesus' public introduction by John. In another gospel, John looks at him and says, Behold the Lamb of God. But he's introduced by John as the Lamb of God, and he's introduced by the Holy Spirit of God as the Spirit of God descended on him like a dove and landed on him. And he's introduced by the Father of Jesus Christ, God Almighty, as a voice from heaven spoke and claimed him and said, This is my Son, whom I love, and with him I'm well pleased. And so in this public introduction during ritual sanctification, of course, Jesus didn't need ritual sanctification. He didn't need repentance. He didn't need to turn back to God because he was holy and righteous and had never sinned. But according to the signs of the times, the coming of the Lord and the, the ministry of John, he participated in the baptism of, of John as his public introduction. But here's what I want to focus on. In this one little passage, we have Jesus, the Son of God on earth, being baptized. We have the Holy Spirit of God descending on Jesus like a dove. And then we have the Father, God in heaven, speaking about his son who's on the earth. So we have the Trinity in action in this chapter, in verse 16 and 17. All three parties are represented in terms of what's taking place. Remind you, Jesus is being baptized. The Holy Spirit descends on Jesus, and a voice from heaven, the the voice of God the Father, calls Jesus his son. So for those who think there is only uh, one member of the Trinity, here we have all three in operation in these verses. Verse 16, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And then a voice from heaven spoke and said, this is my Son, whom I love, With him I am well pleased. And so we have Father, Son, and Holy Spirit involved in this baptism of Jesus on the earth. Now, I want to go to a different look at this. The religious people of Jesus' day, most of the Pharisees and Sadducees, did not recognize their need for Jesus. They didn't recognize their need to be baptized. They didn't recognize their need for repentance. And John the Baptist called them snakes. Well, the truth is, the Pharisees needed Jesus, the Sadducees needed Jesus, John himself needed Jesus, and you and I certainly need Jesus. Jesus was not just another prophet. The Holy Spirit said he's the Son of God. The Father God in heaven proclaimed him as his Son. And so Jesus is part of God. He's part of the Godhead and God himself. And yet he came down as the king of the kingdom to redeem fallen mankind. Friends, it's all about King Jesus and his kingdom. And so as we're going through the gospel of Matthew, we're reading the gospel of the kingdom. My question to you is, are you part of this kingdom, this eternal kingdom that was shown Daniel in chapter 7, this eternal kingdom that was turned over to one known as a son of man or one like the Son of Man. Jesus identifies himself throughout the Gospels as the Son of Man that Daniel saw brought before the Ancient of Days to receive the kingdom. The question is not whether Jesus has the kingdom. The question is whether or not you and I are in the kingdom. And so, Lord, I pray for the listeners today that their hearts would be given over to the King and they would be members and citizens of the kingdom. I pray, Lord, that we would not be like the Pharisees and Sadducees and not recognize the season in which we live. That was a season of repentance in anticipation of the coming of the Lord. May we, too, walk in repentance 
in anticipation of the coming of the Lord Jesus, his second coming. May we acknowledge Jesus the Son and God the Father and God the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, the three in one. The Lord our God is one, but he's God in three persons. Lord, continue to reveal these mysteries to us from the pages of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.net for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.